sanguine. Yeah, we are a community of faith that are optimistic. We are discovering the mystery and intrigue of a walk of faith. So welcome. So excited you're here today. I always miss you guys. It sounds so lame, but it's true. I look so forward to doing this podcast knowing that you misfits out there are unique and you're making a difference and there's a community here and that I get to share with you my thoughts and feelings and hopefully excite you about your faith and the mystery and intrigue about a faith walk with the big Holy Spirit and Jesus and the Father. Yeah, I just get so excited. And to see those of you that are able to come Friday night, kids and all, you guys are such a huge blessing. So yeah, I feel really privileged. And so if you're new to this podcast, welcome. You're so welcome. This is a podcast where we are optimistic. We are finding mystery and intrigue in the ancient scriptures revolving around Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit and the Father. And we're pulling those out and we're finding gems of truth to make our lives better and our relationships better. So welcome. As always, you guys can contact me at 406bigt at gmail.com. Um, any kind of communication, thumbs up, pictures of yourself so that I can post in my podcasting room, which all of you know is my closet that I share with my wife. And so I usually end up, I'm looking at her clothes. So kind of humorous when you think you're listening to this podcast that is made in a closet. I don't know if that encourages you or discourages you or you're just like, wow, this is weird. Anyway, I have two funny stories to share with you. Um, one of them, <laughs> I don't know that they relate to anything. I just think that they're humorous. The other day I was at the gym and, you know, with this whole COVID-19 thing that we're still going through and businesses are opening up, um, a lot of places are still pretty cautious. And if you're on the cautious side, that's great. I happen to not be on that side, but I totally respect you and I totally respect your opinion. When I went to the gym, from my perspective, it was so refreshing because there was nobody with a mask and nothing much had changed. Which is cool because they already had high standards of cleanliness that so you're supposed to wipe off things after you're done using them. And they have antimicrobial soup, soap, soup, <laughs> soap, and they added hand sanitizer, which is great. So they already had high standards in place for this whole COVID-19 thing, which is the way things should be. And a lot of businesses have brought been brought up to standard through this whole COVID-19 thing, which I'm really grateful for. But anyway, I digress. I'm at the gym and I'm working out and there's some young kids in there. You guys, I've worked out all my life. And so this is no boasting. I'm fairly strong. I'm a fat guy. I'm a tan fat guy right now. Probably the tannest I've ever been. Some of you may be creeped out if you see how tan I am, but I would argue with you that fat looks better tan. And so I'm this big, fat, strong, um, fat guy big, strong, fat. Yeah. Um, too many things in there. Um, but I'm working out and there's these young guys and, and I have to say they look pretty good. They were muscular and stuff that, that, and they look over to me. And those of you that know me, I look older than I am. Oftentimes I have men in their sixties and seventies feel like we're peers. I am not that old. I am 52. So I am older, but I'm not that old. And they look over to me and they didn't say this exactly, but it was closest. Hey, grandpa, good job, man. You're doing a lot of weight. Now they didn't have that grandpa thing in there, but I just had a chuckle. It was just, that was funny. And it kind of made my day. I was like, that that's really sweet. They were, they were being kind and interacting with me. And I just, I had, I just really enjoyed it. 
Well, the other story is the other night I was recording and sometimes I, I get on a streak. So I record more than one of these in a day if I'm on a streak and I'm feeling good. So but they're just released on a weekly basis. And, and that gives me time because I'm actually wanting to pursue some other podcasts to spend some time with those other podcasts and some other endeavors like I'm refurbishing a 1966 Little Loafer Aristocrat trailer. And so that just kind of frees me up with some uh, spurts of time that I can do this stuff. But I was recording, recording uh, I think it's a podcast on Entropy the other night and I'm recording and the podcast is going really great. And I look down to end the podcast and my computer is black. You guys, this is hilarious because not too long before that I had recorded the podcast about Galatians five sixteen and living by the spirit and trusting the spirit for things that wor- don't work out. They work outside the realm of natural explanation. And so I'm thinking, wow, some practical application right off the bat here. And so I look and I was like, wow, that was a great podcast. I can't even see if there's anything there. So I didn't know if my computer died or if it ran out of battery. I thought I had enough battery. There were no warning signs. This is actually a cheap Amazon little thing that I bought to do this. And so I plugged it in and I waited a while. Couldn't turn it on. Couldn't. So I'm like, I'm going to go to bed. And I did the whole thing that I talked to you guys about. Nothing like practical application. I just put myself in alignment and said to my spirit, you're going to trust the Holy Spirit and soul. You're going to trust the spirit and you're kind of coming to alignment and body too. You're not going to get mad and pitch a fit. And so I did that. Well, this morning I get up and I'm able to turn it on and I'm, I'm able to access three quarters of the podcast, which is great because I was able to go back and add the ending to it. And so I didn't have to redo it. And so, hey, you know, this stuff actually works and it's highly practical. And so today what I want to talk about is highly practical. It's another big word homeostasis. It's a word that I have come to love, and I'm not sure that I completely understand it, but I think I do. And it is a state of well-being, a state of balance. When your body is in homeostasis, it is at peace and it is healthy. And it's what I'm striving for in my body, but I'm also striving for it in my spirit. And as my spirit gets it, then it'll translate to my soul and that'll translate down to my body. So I think homeostasis begins in the spirit. And I want to talk to you and I think there are a lot of verses in the Bible that actually talk about homeostasis. This is the verse that came to me when I was thinking of homeostasis, and it's out of Matthew chapter 6, and it's towards the end. And I would encourage you, Matthew chapter 6 is one of the chapters out of the Sermon of the Mount, and it's a great chapter. It's a great chapter about trusting God and not striving. And to me, it's a chapter that speaks about being in homeostasis. But the scripture I want to focus in on the end is it says, but first, seek the kingdom of God and then and his righteousness and his righteousness brings <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself and seek his righteousness and then all these things will be added to you. And before that, he talks about how, you know, he has clothed the lilies of the field in colors and beauty. And even Solomon, if you guys don't know Solomon, he's a king out of the Old Testament, David's son who was tasked with building the temple because David could not do it because he was a warrior, a man of blood, and that he had a purpose, but God did not want him building the temple. And so Solomon, his son, built the temple. Solomon was incredibly wealthy, and so he had everything. So the comparison that comes before this and adding all these things unto you, and even the whole chapter of Matthew 6 before that talks about just the provision of God and not worrying. And so when you seek first the kingdom of God, then all this is added unto you. So not only will you not have a need, 
I think that it can be really implied there that you also are going to have your desires, that God is going to fill you up. When you put him first, you will be filled up. But the one thing that I realized with this scripture and what struck to me first, because the whole chapter before, uh, the verses before in Matthew chapter six, talk about the striving we go through and the worry we go through for provision and bringing what we need to live and to operate in this world, even to survive in this world. And the, the undertone of the chapter is there's a lot of stress and striving that comes into that. So even just, uh, uh, and you guys can totally relate to this, just living and providing for your family, for yourself, has a lot of stress involved. And it, it gets more stressful when things like the car break down or there's unexpected medical expenses. Your kid falls out of the tree and breaks their arm and you have unexpected medical expenses or whatever you know and you're well acquainted of the unexpected and then they bring stress in. And what I love about this and, and the promise here, and I have found this to be true, is that, and this isn't a religious thing, okay? And if you're thinking seeking the kingdom of God is about religious activities and and how many religious activities can you do? And let me let me just like backtrack a little bit about religious. Religious activities are things that are devoid of the relationship aspect that God desires to have with us. So you do just rote task and there's not relationship. There's not love. There's not connectedness in it. Let's say you clean the church and you just do it because it's like, you know, that that'll earn you points in the kingdom of God instead of you clean the church because you desire and you love those people. And so when they come into that bathroom on Sunday or a prayer night or whatever night it is, you want them to have the best experience because they are the image of God. You love God and you love them. That's the difference between a religious activity and seeking first the kingdom of God because God and the kingdom of God is about the love of man. And it is about God establishing the relationship with man and Jesus coming and being our burden bearer, taking the sins away so that we have access to his garments of righteousness. It's one way to look at righteousness and it helps me for righteousness because I know that I don't have righteousness in myself. Occasionally I do righteous acts and especially by the empowered by the Holy Spirit, I do righteous acts. But when when you view like righteousness as a cloak and then Jesus says, here, this is what I bought for you. And you put it on and it's righteousness and then you wear it. It's a provision that Jesus made for you and it's righteousness. And so when we're seeking the kingdom of God, we're in relationship with Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And so our focus is on them. And so righteousness just kind of comes naturally because interaction with God is righteous. And so when you're interacting with God, even in your struggles and stuff, there is righteousness and you're desiring righteousness. So how do you seek first the kingdom of God? And what does that mean for you? That means that you are desiring a relationship with God and that you are desiring to participate in the realm in which he rules. And so as you submit yourself to the Holy Spirit, which we talked about in the podcast uh, titled Win with three explanation marks about Galatians 5.16 is that you're being led by the Spirit. And so the Spirit is part of the kingdom of God. And so the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, is leading you into those righteous acts and leading you into the kingdom of God, the realm in which God rules. So as you pray, as you minister to others, as you show compassion on those, you are overruling things. It's like when you show mercy, you overrule judgment. When you show compassion, you overrule unkindness and ruthlessness. 
when you show generosity, you overrule selfishness. And so the kingdom of God is about overruling the evil, the tyrannical acts that often come from our flesh. They don't even have to come from the enemy. Um, The enemy is definitely out there, but they don't even have to come from the enemy. Our selfish nature sometimes, oftentimes can be so cruel. And so the gift of seeking first the kingdom of God, for one, you're just naturally in a close relationship with God. And so his righteousness is there and his presence is there in your life and your focus is on him. What happens is that your focus is on him. And what is God? God is all sufficient. That means when your focus is on the one that has everything that you need, you don't need anything. And that is the point of the whole chapter of Matthew 6. God, the Holy Spirit, Jesus, the Father, all sufficient. They're in a crude sense, it's like the super spiritual Walmart. They have everything you need. So for they're more like REI. If REI was like a grocery store and stuff, it would all be top quality. And so all the top quality provision is there for you. And so the gift at the end of Matthew chapter six, when it says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all these things will be added unto you. The thing that comes to my mind, yeah, all the provision, all that, and that's great, but it's peace. You guys, as I get older, I've wanted a lot of things, but as I'm older, the thing that I desire the most is peace. And I'm finding peace because I'm finding the truth in Matthew chapter six at the end that says, but first seek the kingdom of God. I'm finding that peace as I'm trusting God for all those things. And I'm putting him first. What what does he love? People. And so I'm allowing people in my life. I'm sharing with them the truth of the scriptures, helping them fall in love with scripture, helping them fall in love with the God that I am so in love with and that I am led by the big HS. His leadership is so great. And it's so easy now because I love seeking his kingdom because it's not this religious to do list. The kingdom of God is built into your passions and you may have to do a little searching and it may not fit into a traditional mold, but your seeking of the kingdom of God is in a relationship, but it's also in the passions about what you love and what you do and your service is part of the kingdom of God and seeking the kingdom of God because God's revelation comes as we serve. I mean, you think about in the chapter of Matthew where it talks about the sheep and the goats and it talks about that many have entertained angels unknowingly, that you are having heavenly kingdom interactions and that Jesus himself talks about being ministered to in prison in the service. And so have no doubt that the kingdom of God is definitely related to service and the loving of mankind. And Jesus himself is there. And so if you give a cup of water in his name, you are seeking the kingdom of God and you are serving the kingdom of God. So let's get back to that big word, homeostasis. It is something that I so desire. And I feel like when we're in that place, that's when maybe you you call it what you are, but it's like you look at a cat and you think, wow, I can't relax as well as that cat looks like it relaxed. Homeostasis is like that. When your body just comes into a state of rest and a state of balance, that is a byproduct of seeking the kingdom of God. Secret of the day is that if you want peace, 
seek the kingdom of God. And you do that by being in relationship that's active, pursuing, talking. How do, you, how do you have a relationship with the Holy Spirit? If you guys have listened to me for any amount of time, you know this. If you haven't, I'm just going to quick go over it. You talk to God like you talk to your friends, that you talk to your wife, you express your hurts, you know, the things in your life that you're thinking about, but realizing that he knows everything and he's all sufficient. I talked about how he's the greatest surgeon and he has the answers. And so you approach him like that too. It's like, Holy Spirit, I'm up against this roadblock. I don't know how I'm going to find provision in this season. You ask him. You're going to get an answer, okay? I have no doubts. The Holy Spirit works and he's active and you will get an answer. That's how you do it. And you serve genuinely out of the love that the Holy Spirit and Jesus and the Father puts in your heart for fellow men. You know, sometimes we trap ourselves by our words saying we don't like people, we don't trust people. I just ask you to reset those words and take them back and say, Holy Spirit, I've had some bad experiences, but I'm willing to let you lead me again and reset it open the door again. And just a caveat here. I want to go here for a short bit. I don't know where I'm at on this podcast. I've been going so long and I'm sorry. Um, I hope it's meaningful to you. I, I, I don't mean to waste your time. I want every minute of these podcasts to have value to you. I don't just do them to talk. I really hope and desire that they're adding value. And so far, the feedback that I've been given is saying that. But one of the things If you have a tendency like I do and have severely to try to control your world, that in itself has so much stress as you're trying to control your relationships and the outcome of your relationships, your business interactions and all those things that takes so much energy that you will not have energy for the kingdom of God. But here's the truth and it doesn't make sense. And I I ask you to disprove me. I don't believe that you can. But if you seek the kingdom of God, all that stuff that you've been worrying about and trying to control will oddly fall into place. Yeah. Hold me to it. Test me. Come get me if that's not true. I have so much confidence that that is true. And I have found that true in my life. I am and have been. I am no longer. And my wife is a testimony to this. I was a huge controller. I tried to control every kind of outcome. I put so much worry and emotional energy into that that I could not sleep and I could not rest. And I'll tell you, it's probably why I look so much older than I am. But I have found the peace that comes from a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Yep, we like him. He's a good guy. Yep, if you're new, um, we'll do an introduction here in a minute or two. We'll introduce you to the Holy Spirit because he's a great guy. And Jesus, too taking your burdens away. Gosh, he loves you so much. And uh, we'll do an introduction for him too. But there is so much peace in knowing God, the Trinity. Yep. That conundrum, the father, son, and the Holy spirit, they're all one, but they're all separate, but they're all one. Yeah. And then you find peace by seeking his kingdom and laying your kingdom down. Your kingdom falls into place. Yeah. It doesn't make sense, but yeah, try me. It isn't my words, it's God's words, but I know this is truth and I found it to be truth. I want you to find peace. So Holy Spirit, hey, there's some out there that don't know you. And so I just ask right now, wherever they're at, they just find feel a tingling in their feet, uh, a little fluttering in their stomach as you are interacting with them because you are like that and they are realizing the reality of who you are even now. Does that sound weird, those of you? Yeah, it is. 
but he's like that because he's God. It's not me. It's him. You know, he gives me this inspiration. I don't know if you guys read the show, show notes, but uh, as I do this, I talk about I'm 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 doing this uh, like with a DUI discussing under the influence of the Holy Spirit. OK, <laughs> I trust that I'm doing these and I invite the Holy Spirit to speak through me. And yeah, is there flawed human stuff in there? Of course there is. And you guys, everything I say needs to be researched. Even in my own faith walk, I have matured and developed and changed and tweaked things in my life. And that's just part of it. I don't guarantee you that I'm 100% right. And that's why you need to do your homework. But what I know is the Holy Spirit, he loves to interact with us. And so does Jesus. So Jesus, (laughs) you guys, I, I just get this impression And I know this, but I'm feeling it in my soul right now. His love is so overwhelming for you. Whatever you're thinking about yourself, he's not thinking that. He's thinking how much he loves you and desires you. And if you've been away from home for a while, come home. Even if you've been away a short season, you've been mad about a season or experience in your life. He's saying, come home. Let's talk about that. He wants you home. He loves you so much. And so there they are. And then the father who, (laughs) same thing. He loves you so much. He loves you enough that he'll let you go through hard things because he wants you to get the gold. Fathers have this unique ability that mothers do not. They can see the gold in an experience that can be very painful that mothers would not choose to have their children go through. But fathers have the ability to let them go through your father's the same way he wants you to have all the gold in life that you can and so he's willing because it hurts him and you guys any of you fathers that are good fathers know that when you discipline your children it hurts you you don't want to do it but you know that there's gold on the other side of that that's your father so there's your intro if you want to continue with them just just do this say hey jesus i accept your work taking the burdens of my sins, that is my shortcomings, not getting it right, not being able to uphold your perfect standard. I accept your work in taking those away. And I invite you and the Holy Spirit and the Father into my life to lead and guide me. Boom, you're done. Hey, welcome to the great life. Yeah, you're there. You are there. So welcome. So blessings, my friends. I declare God's favor and goodness over you this week, his presence, his deep understanding and revelation in your mind and your spirit and your soul that you understand how awesome you are. Blessings. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.